You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, pet parents. This is Michelle Fern. I am at the Global Pet Expo and have some exciting interviews lined up. I'm going to be speaking to Kathy Ireland, who you might know as the gorgeous supermodel and business mogul. She has a new line uh, called Loved Ones at Worldwise. And I'll also be meeting up with Jill Rappaport at the BH Gear and AKC Common Coat Pet Fashion Show. We'll also be interviewing Steve Dale. He has a national radio show and is very informative. It was so exciting interviewing all of these guests. I am so happy about that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress, babysitter extraordinaire, college student, and animal enthusiast, is on her own for the first time in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the tales of the city. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. I grew up watching you on the fashion magazine covers. Uh. Now you're a business mogul, which is so exciting. You have a gorgeous line of pet products. Thank you. What would you want the consumers to know about developing them? What went into the thought about behind them? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) A few things, maybe. They're beautiful. There's so much. Thank you. This is a category that is so close to my heart. And we started our brand 21 years ago, but we waited because this category, it's so important we've got to get it right and so to find partners with integrity who would honor our design process and honor the way that we work and we're not the easiest group to work with we have very high expectations how people are treated at every level what's going on in the factories Um, we're tough and I hope we always are but this is a great group and they work hard they work fast bringing our designs together, um, inspirations from around the world that really tie into what's going on in today's homes. So it's a wonderful process, and it truly is a labor of love. And these products, the safety, the testing that is involved, 
you know, the fun with the fashion, the comfort, all of it. It's critical. We've got to get it all right at every area. And so we finally found the right partners in this area, and we couldn't be happier. Now, you have two lines at WorldWise. For yes. everyone listening, can you just explain a little bit about each sure. of them? Kathy Ireland Loved Ones. This is just a fun, wonderful line. My dog Sparky, who's 12 and a half years old, was really the inspiration behind this, um, and our, our other dogs and cats as well. But just wonderful. The price points are more opening. Gracie and Delilah is uh, our higher end, and this was inspired by Gracie and Delilah, who were entrusted to us from Dame Elizabeth, and they are, I have to say, they're spoiled. <laughs> they're um, they're wonderful. They've got great personality, and they have exquisite taste. They love only the finest, only the best. So that's what Gracie and Delilah is all about. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me. I wish you major success with oh, your line. Thank you. And have a great time at the Global Pet Expo. Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Hi, everyone. This is Michelle Fern. I'm here with Jill Rappaport of the Today Show. Hi, Jill. Hi. How are you, Michelle? I'm great. Now, what are you here at the show promoting? I have multiple reasons. I um, am here to do a story for the Today Show, but I also have a new toy called Jill Rappaport Shelter Shake, and it is a big, huge orange bone that shakes and vibrates across the room, and we are going to donate it to shelters across the country and also proceeds going to animal shelters so that they feel like they're one step closer to a loving home. As you know, their animals are terrified in shelters. They're lucky if they have a towel on a floor. This beautiful toy is so big it can act as a pillow or a bed. It'll help them be engaged and have fun and hopefully help them get adopted because they'll have something to make them happy. And I also have my leash and collar line, Jill Rappaport's Rescued Me Collection, which is here again this year. So I'm just so proud to be at Global Pet Expo. What a great event. You do so much for rescue. So on behalf of all the pet parents everywhere, thank you so much for all you do. Thank you. Well, listen, you're amazing too. And I just love every year that I'm here, I see more and more rescue animals and people speaking out for rescue. And that's what it's all about. We are their voice for the voiceless. So I'm really proud to be here. And I'm so thrilled to be surrounded by you people who are doing what I'm doing as well. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Hello, pet lovers. This is Michelle Fern, live at the Global Pet Expo. I'm with Steve Dale. Now, I'm sure all you pet lovers know who Steve Dale is. He's a journalist and author, so let him introduce himself. Hi, Steve. Hi. Thank you for doing this. It's fun to do. So, for people that maybe don't know your name, I think there's very few out there that don't know your name, but people that don't, what kinds of things do you do? Well, I host a couple of national radio shows about pets. I write for USA Weekend. I write a national newspaper column. I write for Cat Fancy Magazine and on, 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 on. What I do in that regard isn't as important as how I can help all of you, all of you pet owners. And one way in which I could do that, I just participated in a book called Decoding Your Dog. It was not authored by me, so you're thinking, why is he plugging a book that he has nothing to do? Well, he did have something to do with the book. The book was authored, and this is so cool, by the American College of Veterinary Behaviors. There are only about 55 veterinary behaviorists in the country, and most of them got together. They've never before done this, ever, in the history of the world, written a book for the general public. In fact, no specialty college in veterinary medicine has ever done this. And the behaviorists, as I agreed, thought, you know what? There's so much misinformation out there when it comes to dog behavior. 
let's set the record straight, not based on anyone's opinion, but based on science. So I had the honor, and indeed it was an honor, to edit this book. That sounds amazing, and I love your tie. Um, obviously, we can't <laughs> you, see this sure is audio, but he has see. all these dogs on his tie, and it's a really beautiful tie. Well, thank you. Well, that book sounds exciting. Now, did you learn maybe one or two tidbits you can share with the audience? Well, I mean, yes, I'm always learning, and I love attending veterinary conferences. I present at them uh, very often, and animal welfare conferences, but I also go to learn like my colleagues do. And to get continuing education credit, what I learned isn't as maybe important as some of the misconceptions that we were able, busting myths is what we were able to do in the book. And the one that's being talked about most often is this whole notion of dominance, that you need to be dominant over your dog, which is just absurd. First of all, dogs understand that we're not other dogs. We are human beings. And why would we need to think, you did need to be a teacher, you do need to train using positive reinforcement, your dogs. You need to be consistent so dogs understand and have everyone in the family get on the same page. But this whole thing about, for example, the dog gets up on the bed. And there are people out there that will say, well, that's because your dog wants to be higher up than you. Well, that's totally made up. Somebody made that up. Totally. Height means now, and actually in the world of cats... Height does mean vertical space means something, but in the world of dogs, it means absolutely nothing. What it means is that it's a warm and comfy place to be. It smells like you, and it's the same reason why you want to be in a bed. But it has nothing to do, nothing to do. So if the dog goes out the door before you do, it means you've never trained your dog not to. But it has nothing to do with dominance. These things don't, and there is no reason, no reason to be dominant over your dog. Okay, I have a question. So many people think a lot of things with the dog's tail has to do. They're, you know, wagging, they're happy. If it's down below their, you know, hinder legs, they're upset. Is that true or false? Well, yeah. A dog's tail is very much an indicator. I'm trying to think of the a good example in people, and I really can't. But Maybe it, like smiling? Yeah, but dogs smile too. So they express themselves not in quite the same way as primates do. You know, but they do have expressive faces, and in fact, science has been done that as human beings, we're pretty good at looking at a dog and understanding what that dog is attempting to tell us by looking at their face. By looking at other things that dogs do, whether the ears go up or down, or the direction of the tail, that sort of thing, we're not as good at. Dogs wag their tails when they're happy. Dogs also wag their tail because they're excited. Now, excited could be, I'm happy, as I just said, right? And we all know that when we come home, if you have a dog or if, if you're seeing a dog that's happy to see you, that that dog is... A, but dogs will also wag their tail when they're excited, meaning I'm excited, but I'm not happy about seeing you. I want to eat you. Or not literally, of course, but I'm, I'm afraid, even. So a dog could wag its tail for several different reasons. And what you need to do is understand context. So you do then have to look at the ears. You have to look at the eyes. Are you seeing the white of the dog's eyes? Are you seeing, is it like a squinty look that you're getting? Are the ears up or down, if that's even possible? Because sometimes it's not, because those ears are pinioned, so they're stuck up. Are you looking at the, the fur at the back of the hair? Is there a pilo erection? Is the hair literally standing up at the back of the neck? And on and on and on. You have to kind of look at the whole picture to understand. And the context, you know, is the dog barking at you as well? Or is the dog just wagging? And 
wiggling that butt kind of wag, or is that tail wagging like a flashing, whoosh, 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 back and forth, which is less likely to be happy. So you have to look at the big picture. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it's like doggy body language. Yeah, yeah, it's called signaling is the fancy term, but that's what it is. It's body language. And if we could get better at reading that body language, not only you and me, but our culture, especially if we could teach that to kids, there will be fewer dog bites. Now, there are major differences, of course, between dogs and cats. A few, yes. (laughs) But they have more in common than they have different, I would argue. Ah, interesting. Well, I have a cat who has two dog brothers, so I think he thinks he's part dog because he's very, he's just has a lot of dog-like traits. Ah, but that just means you have a confident cat. Doesn't mean he thinks he's a dog. I am sure your cat runs things anyway. Yeah, uh, cats are control freaks. They, and the reason why I say that, of course, they're not really control freaks. But what they are are creatures that ethologically are predator and prey. They're both. And for a cat to feel comfortable, a cat feels like, well, I'm not going to be threatened. This is my domain. And I'm not, I have no concerns, no worries about really being threatened. Dogs kind of don't think quite that same way because they're ethologically speaking, speaking, and it's been thousands and thousands of years, but, you know, they were predators. So it's sort of a different perspective on the world. So one of the outcomes of that is that dogs are more likely to tell us, and in part because we understand dogs better than we do cats, they're in pain. Cats, which is one reason why I say, please go to the veterinarian not once but twice a year, cats don't tell us that they're in pain. They don't tell us something is wrong. They mask illness really well. They're like magicians. Poof, something's wrong, but I'm not showing you what's behind the curtain. So that's why I say, and and people say, well, I know my cat. Well, you might, but you can't do blood work at home, and most of us don't have stethoscopes at home. And really, that goes for dogs, too. You know, they can't tell us when something is wrong. So that's why when it comes to preventive pet health care, I'm just so on board with that. It can save our pets suffering by catching illness early. It can save us money if something is found early as well. And most importantly, save an animal's life potentially. Such interesting information. Steve, where can people get this book that you edited? What is the name of it? Thank you. The name of the book is called Decoding Your Dog. Decoding Your Dog, authored by members of the American College of Veterinary Behavior, uh, co-edited by Dr. John Sarabasi, veterinary behaviors, Dr. Debbie Horwitz, veterinary behaviors, and little old me, Steve Dale, a certified animal behavior consultant. To answer your question, if books are sold anywhere, that book will be there. So whether it's online, places like Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or do we have any bookstores left? For the three bookstores left on the planet, they're at those bookstores as well. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun, so informative. Well, so much fun for me. Thank you both. It's good to see both of you guys. I had a great time with all these interviews at the Pet Expo. It was just fantastic. So I want to thank all my guests and my listeners for listening. Any comments or suggestions, send them to Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. Listen to more great shows coming up with products that I found at the Global Pet Expo. And they'll be posted on PetLifeRadio.com. Look under the Best Bets for Pets tab. Or you can find us live streaming on iHeartRadio, as well as on Stitcher, Nokia, TuneIn Radio, and of course on iTunes. As always, thanks so much for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.